welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And this may be a quick one. I don't know. Uh, just a couple of things that I've been thinking about. As last Sunday, I taught Elders Corman. We talked about the Elder Christofferson talk. I think it's called Our Relationship with God or something like that. And so I've been thinking a little bit about relationships, relationship with God specifically, but other relationships as well. And uh, I'm going to ask some questions because I don't know that I know the answers, but wanted to at least get some uh, some thoughts out there. So one of the things that uh, that I have been thinking about is relationships in general. In fact, I uh, was just coaching somebody a few minutes ago who had some thoughts about her relationship with her parents. And the short version of the story is that her parents moved closer to her. Uh, so now instead of being several states away and probably a 30-hour drive. Uh, they're five hours away. And so that's fantastic, but also her parents now live about 30 minutes away from her sister. And so she's worried about the relationship that she's going to have with her parents as a result of not them being closer to her, but them being closer to her sister than they are to her. And I think in a situation like that, it's easy to be afraid of what you're missing out on. I think it's easy to be a f- maybe jealous that uh, they're going to have a better relationship with my sister than they are going to be with me and my kids or whatever. And so a little bit about uh, kind of my thoughts on there. Number one, I don't know that there's a better or a worse. Um, we, for the last almost 30 years, have lived about a mile and a half from my in-laws. And... That's pretty close. We can walk to their house in about 20 minutes. And there is some, uh, there may be some thoughts that that's a little bit too close. And in fact, I have had uh, sisters-in-law who have said, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't live that close to my parents. And my thought is, guess what? They never spend the night at my house. And they haven't. In 30 years, they've never spent the night at my house. And um, so there's there's some advantages that way. The uh, another advantage, and it could be a disadvantage as well, that they are so close to us physically that uh, we we do tend to spend quite a bit of time with them. We have had them over for dinner on a pretty regular basis. My mother in law, as we've talked in the past, back in March, passed away. Uh, my father in law has been coming over on a uh, not every week, but pretty regularly. He'll come over on Sundays and we'll have dinner together. And so there's some advantages to that. The um, The other thing that I've seen is that as he has been visiting his kids, he's been out to uh, Virginia visiting uh, my sister-in-law there. He's been to Utah and to Idaho. I am not sure if he's made it down to Texas or to to Oregon yet to hit all of the kids. He has spent some time in Kentucky as well. 
those those visits are a lot more special to my in-laws and to their kids than any visit that I have had with my kids because we're there all the time. There's nothing really uh, special about a visit from grandma and grandpa. And so that, so that's um, something that is, has been interesting for me to think about that uh, proximity doesn't necessarily um, mean better or worse. It's just different. My relationship from a physical homestead standpoint is different from the rest of uh, my wife's family. And different isn't bad. It's just different. So that's one thing. The other thing is that the relationship is largely, well, and I would say largely meaning 100%, is in our minds. The way we think about the relationship, the way that we think about the, the other person, that's the relationship. The way we relate in our minds, which creates the way that we interact from a a verbal standpoint, from a physical standpoint, if my thought is, I love these people, then I'm going to have a much closer um, socially intimate relationship when I talk to them on the phone, when I talk to them in person. It's going to be a much different relationship than if I, or a much different experience, maybe I should use a different word, than if I think these people drive me nuts, these people wear me out, whatever. And so the the physical um, proximity isn't what determines a relationship. Now, how does that apply to our relationship with God? And this is, the relationship with God is something that is really interesting to me because um, it's so, in my mind, it's so nebulous. Uh, one of the things I think is, is our great responsibility, maybe, in our life is to develop a relationship with God or a relationship with uh, the Savior, with Jesus Christ. And so the question that I would love to dig into a little bit, and I'm just kind of chatting right now, just kind of talking through my thoughts. What does that mean? What does that look like? What does it look like to have a relationship with God? Since there's not a physical presence, an actual proximity uh, that we can work with. Um, and I'm just going to call it a relationship with God. And it could be a relationship with uh, deity, a relationship with Jesus Christ, whatever it is that that resonates with you. Um, I don't know. What, is, what does that look like? Uh, what does it mean to have a relationship with God? Um, there are elements, things that we probably learned early in our religious education, go to church, say your prayers, read your scriptures, that will help us do those things. But I don't know that those things help us <laughs> develop a relationship with God. Because you can read through things in the scriptures, you can say words to the ceiling or <laughs> whatever your experience is as you pray. Um, and because we have, we've got artist renditions, but I don't know that we have a really clear uh visual image of what God is, what he looks like, what he, um, what, what he, and I don't know that I'm going to say this the right way, but what he brings to the relationship, I don't know that we have a good 
mental image or a good visual image of what that means or what that looks like. And so maybe it feels like these relationships are one-sided. Maybe it feels like um, I'm doing all these things because God is a, and I, I again, I'm just, my, my speech is in, inelegant, but he's mysterious in the way that, or in the sense that, that we don't know a lot about him. We don't have an opportunity to sit at his literal feet and have a conversation. I think we can do some of that through pondering, through reading scriptures, through praying, through through having some of those intimately spiritual uh, experiences, but that doesn't give us a the, the same kind of experience that we might get from uh, having a relationship with another person as we interact with people at church or people at work or people in our family or whatever. So I suspect, and I don't know that I have answers for everything, but I suspect that part of our building a relationship with God is going to have to be intentional. Uh, if you live with somebody, you've got kids or you've got a roommate or you've got uh, a spouse or parents or somebody that you're that you see on a regular basis, maybe it's a little bit easier to to build to develop a relationship with those people because you see them all the time. So what reminders can we have? What can we do to prompt ourselves to develop a relationship with God? Um, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your personal savior, what does it mean to develop a relationship with him? Um, I suspect that it's more than just accepting that I welcome you or accept you as my personal savior. If that's the case, what more should there be? What more do I do in my personal relationship to create that relationship? Uh, one of the things that former church president Ezra Taft Benson said was that the thing or a thing that will surprise us when we pass from this life to the next is when we meet our Father in heaven and we realize how familiar he is to us. And that is such an interesting thought to consider. And I I suspect that I have some responsibility in deepening that for myself so that when I am in that situation, that I can have a uh, have the kind of, of experience that I want to have. So that that's those are my thoughts. I don't know that I have a whole lot of answers. Um I suspect based on my experience with my parents, for example, who live in Portland and I live in Indianapolis, my relationship with them is, I should say my interaction with them is on the phone. And really with my mom, <laughs> it's on the phone. With my dad, there is none. There's not much communication because of his dementia and his health decline. There's When I go visit, I see him, I talk to him. He doesn't talk much back to me. But in my mind, I have a relationship with my parents that I feel is a, a well-connected relationship. And um, so if you're listening to this mom, that's how I feel. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you feel that uh, we have a good relationship too. Um, 
so I think we can have a relationship with somebody who's not there present with us. I think we can have a relationship with deity that uh, can can serve our needs and can be enriching to us. But I suspect that that that's it's not it's more than just acknowledging that it exists. I think that there's something that we need to do, and I would be interested in uh, exploring that a little bit more. What does that mean? What does it look like? What do we do to deepen that relationship with our Savior? And uh, so that I become who he wants me to become, so that I uh, behave in a way that, uh, that gives him the honor and the, and the love and the respect that he deserves from me. And so those are just some, those are some thoughts. This is a quick one this week. Uh, we'll get back to uh, maybe some deep or maybe some entertaining <laughs> conversations in the coming weeks. But uh, that's just what's been on my mind this week. So let me know your thoughts. Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. Would lo- love to hear what you think. General conferences this weekend. It will be interesting to see what nuggets, what insights we gain from there as well. And in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>